Not too much. How you doing, Joe Dog? I'm great. <laughs> What's up, Big Daryl Dog? D Dog. D Dog. D Dog. Remember what dog? Everyone was the dog nickname. Everyone was the dog. Everyone was the dog. Big like, dog. It was. It was like yeah, Big Dog. Drew Dog. Mike Dog. It was like uh, hey, Joe Dog, what you doing? <laughs> like, when did that become a thing? I don't know. Late nineties or was after, it late nineties? After Nate Dog was done being popular, because if it was. The late 90s, I was still calling, I had a lead singer in a band named Larry, and I used to call him Big Lair Dog, and that was like 2008. <laughs> and he was like a 50-year-old dude, and like he changed his like Facebook name to be Big Lair Dog. Oh, did he? Yeah, and people were like, why'd you change? He's like, this is what my band calls me, Big Lair Dog. <laughs> <laughs> big Lair Dog wasn't that big of a guy either. <laughs> he, was like, no. he was like my height, and maybe shorter. <laughs> had a little bit of a beer belly like I do, but he wasn't much of, you know... It wasn't like, you know, those guys that had the nickname Tiny and it was mm-hmm. because they were huge. It yeah. wasn't like. We it wasn't call- ironically funny. No. It just didn't fit. It just was because that's what we called him, the big lair dog, you know. The front man, though. He was the front man. The big guy. He, I remember it was funny because he was like, um, so I was the young guy in the group. I was like 22, 23, and everyone else was like 40s and up or mid 30s and up. And that was, before, you know, obviously mm-hmm. many moons ago. And I remember uh, he's like, so what's our style going to be like? I'm like, oh, we have to have a style? I can't wear my hoodie and my jeans on stage? So at one point. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Well, no, at one point he wore a cutoff T-shirt. And like I said, he had a beer belly. And a cutoff T-shirt, like the the sleeves were cut off. Mm -hmm. And like it was too short here. So every time he did like a move, because he would do moves and stuff, like like, his belly would shake. I remember that. (laughs) I specifically remember that. So we used to do Godzilla, and he would like do a Godzilla. <laughs> he would do a Godzilla dance across the stage, and then he would be like, like he was a mic swinger a little bit too. Yes, right? he was. Oh yeah. yeah, like he provided a little bit of a uh, yeah. He, I had, was, he had some panache. He had some panache. He also dyed his hair like jet black, like like you could totally tell. Like he didn't do the salt and pepper look. It was a jet black. Mm-hmm. I also remember that. Like Rudy Giuliani, like it would drip down. It didn't really drip down his head, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I remember at one point someone was like, someone should tell Big Lair Dog to wear a little bit of a longer shirt. <laughs> Just another inch or two was all he needed. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and then, I, I, don't, I don't know if I should say this, but those, like two of those guys would get smashed every band practice. Like, and I wouldn't, I, I was always, I'm not a. Musicians? Getting smashed. Getting smashed? But at one point, he got smashed and drove his motorcycle home. Yeah. And I remember, like, we would have come, pe- we'd, people would come in, and sit in on our practices just to hang out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, someone was like, should anyone follow him? Or, like, and I'm like, well, what are we going to do if he s- s- crashes? We're going to pull over and be like, I don't know what happened, you know? I was riding the bike. I'm sober. Because I would go there and bring two tall boys and, like, in, like, the six hours we would practice, uh-huh. you know? Because it was in the back of my, where we practiced was in a barn behind the driving range I worked at. So there was like six barns at this place, and we Mm -hmm. had one of the barns, you know. So a lot of times I'd be there all day because I'd go work at the driving range after my job. So I wasn't really there all day. So I'd go work from like 4 to 7 and then go do band practice in the barn in the back. And it was funny because you would hear people in the putt-putt because there was putt-putt there too. Like, do you hear music? It sounds like it sounds like Working Man by Rush, and like we weren't allowed to say swear words at certain times because mm-hmm. the putt putt, you know. Yep, still rocking. Yep. Oh, good times. That was uh, the band was called the Big Fuzz. You ever get a chance? There's a video on YouTube that I'm, I'm exactly talking about where he does Godzilla, and his, his belly's all hanging out. But they were that was a fun band, except for uh, there was there was always drama. Like I never understood we're a cover band. Playing once a month at bars, and there was always drama. Like someone would be like, "Well, I want to play more," and then all of us had like full time jobs. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it was like someone thought it was about to pay the bills. You guys are about to get a big break. Like we drove all the way down to Marion, Ohio, <clears throat> to play some shitty bar, and like we made good money. But like the one guy was like, "We could go to Indianapolis. We could go to you know Louisville." I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. Like I want to play. <laughs> I don't want to turn a $200 gig into a two-day event. Yeah, right. Like, uh, did so did did he have nothing going on, or 
was he did he have family he wanted to get away from he had a wife he wanted to get away from he had a really good job that he worked and like he worked really physical labor like oh yeah yeah and then like so we always try to do gigs on saturdays Mm -hmm. because most like i work saturdays but i I did machining so it wasn't really the like a physical thing it was more you know Mm -hmm. i pop parts up put parts back in and like the one guy was a driver and one guy was like a IT guy, another guy was a forklift operator. So, like, it was all, like, everyone, but he worked, the one guy worked, like, digging ditches type job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, he would want, we'll go Friday, we'll stop at Dayton and play a show there. And then Saturday we'll go here and then we'll come back Sunday. I'm like, are they paying for the hotel? No, we'll pay for it. So we're going to pay what we made just so we could go play in Indianapolis? I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> Can we play? And, yeah, no. Can we play cleats again? Because cleats was fun. <laughs> we got good food beforehand. You know, maybe find our way to Illyria, yeah. <laughs> up to Westlake, Indianapolis. No thanks. Nah, no thanks. <clears throat> I went down there for work. Not like about uh, October. I went down there for work. Did I ever tell you the Indianapolis story? But I went down there for work, and we're uh, getting ready to leave. And it's like two in the morning. And there's this van that had been parked outside. Oh, yeah. And we called the police on him. Because this is a sh- like beat-up, old, rusty, shitty van. And we called the police. Indianapolis police come, like, 45 minutes later, light him up. Guy gets out of the car and charges, not charges the police, but, like, this was, like, I just remember saying, like, are we going to see some shooting bullshit that we're, <laughs> we're going to have to, like, be on the news for? Mm-hmm. We come out and find out that he was the security guard for the place. And the only reason he was in that shitty van, because all the other security cars... Like, the security cars they normally park places mm-hmm. were broken into. And so, that was a fun event. Top flight security of the world, Craig. Dude, he was literally just sitting there chain smoking. Like, I just remember being like, this is, something's wrong here. Like, I don't know. I don't miss traveling. I mean, that, the one thing about COVID that I'm, um, that has been, I've always been, I, I don't want to say a recluse. Is that not the right term for me? I've always been a homebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. recluse I, is a little far. Recluse is That's really, like you don't come out. Yes. That's a shut-in. The shut-in. Full full on shut-in. Right. And then I will say when I bought this house it was like I don't I don't want to leave this place. I got my own house. Yeah. Everyone come over here. <laughs> I think everybody does that when they get a new place. Yeah. Content to be there for a little while. But man, I don't miss I used to have to drive to, you know, I drove to Dayton in the middle of COVID and uh no one wore masks and no everyone was, you know, I remember it was a big joke, to, not a joke, but in, and that was in the middle of all the George Floyd stuff, and um, they they thought that riot was breaking out where I was at in Indiana or Dayton, Dayton. Oh my god! I know why you were there, Joe. I was looking at golf clubs. That I got that was the first. That's the, the first time I've been yelled at by mall security in the longest time. I'm just walking through the parking lot playing Pokemon Go. He's like, "Hey, hey, you!" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You can't be in here." And it was like in a sectioned off part of the parking lot. I'm like. Oh, okay. And he's like, well, you got to get out. I'm like, I am. I'm, I'm walking towards that way. <laughs> to the mall. He's like, well, hurry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll walk briskly. <laughs> and then I was looking at golf clubs and no one would come help me. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll buy some golf clubs and I'll go golfing after work. Yeah. I don't know. But no, I was really there for uh, the uh, something. I was there for work. <laughs> You were there to cause trouble. I know it. I was. I was like, yo, dog, something. You know how political we are. Let's talk about the Capitol. Let's talk about it. That was stupid that they did that. That was stupid. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about as far as my analysis goes. Uh, Stupid and crazy. Yeah, I mean. It's fun watching everything kind of come out from it piece by piece it is it watching is watching people get arrested it is i you know day. i uh, not really a political guy but to watch for first of all for some of those people act like they can't believe <laughs> they're yeah. in trouble you know what i can't mean? believe i'm on a no-fly list <laughs> can't believe these people don't want anything to do with me yeah did you, did you hear about uh the confession list on parlor so there was there's also that that people scraped parlor basically for all, all the information and then on top of that 
they had GPS coordinates. So anybody that was actually tweeting from that day, they can basically pinpoint where they did it from. So proof people are in the Capitol, as well as somebody that's been online that says like he works down there and he knows that they can definitely ping you off of their own. They have their own Darryl, system there. Darryl, they have they have a whole cell set up underneath that. Oh, Capitol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. And that's what one guy was saying. But on top of that, <clears throat> somebody. So there's all there's a couple of things. The, the one that came out like immediately was somebody went on to parlor and created a post that said, give me your name and your hometown and let me know any activities you were involved in this weekend. And we're going to get it in front of Trump for pardons. And people <laughs> confess a lot of stuff. And then apparently also people are going on, um, you know, different dating websites and stuff. Oh, I, did. I was about to say that. Saying yeah, they're conservative yeah. ladies, and then these guys are bragging to them about what they did, and these people are immediately forwarding this stuff to the, the FBI. Well, I was laughing because the FBI is like, well, you might have flown home and got home, but we'll be knocking at your door pretty soon. Right, like, right. And some people are just coming out, and they're just being like, yeah, they're just basically notifying authorities. Like, yep, I was there, and this and that, because you front, don't need to come get me. Get in front of it. Yeah. Right? I guess you might as well. You know old Bullhorns is... uh getting in he's getting his uh paleo or whatever did, diet it, oh did they give they're, him the, yeah they're giving it to him oh are they yeah they are okay because it was funny because it was like i was on some uh on twitter and some conservative thing was like now you can tell he's really antifa because a real trumper wouldn't eat <laughs> would, would eat a good steak and like whatever i'm like okay what? Nope, he's one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's been well documented for the last year and a half. That was funny. When people were calling him into even the next day, people were like, no, he's literally been on the news for the last two years at Trump rallies. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, we saw him at Black Lives Matter protests. Well, he was protesting the Black Lives Matter protests. Like, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, what is? Oh, so one of my buddies sent me a text of, of uh, all those people, like, storming the Capitol and all their outfits and everything. And he's like. Worst cosplay event ever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Antifa. They did a good job. Like, yeah. They did a good job. I really thought it was Trumpers for a while. I did too. Trey Vasano still tells everyone it's Antifa. Is he? Dude, WTM's gone on a sh- down to a shit. I haven't, I haven't listened in a while. So I always took WTM, like, when I was younger, I just kind of took it as sports talk and news talk, mm-hmm. right? And I got a little bit older. I was like, okay, it's conservative, but I like to get both sides of every every spectrum. Now it's like Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Trivisano, who's down this deep mm-hmm. hole. And then it's someone cool doing sports. It's like yeah. Dennis Manilhoff doing sports or one of the other Andre not doing sports. Yeah, when everything was popping off at the Capitol, I actually had to leave <clears throat> the house. I was on my way to bowling. And, uh, did you bowl 300? I was No, I didn't. Uh-huh. I did almost win like $3,000, though, no that, last Wednesday night. Yeah, there's a thing called the strike pot. And based on your average, you got to make for like for my gap, which is like uh, I don't know, one sixty to one eighty. I'm not doing great this year. I have to make like three or four strikes per game out of the three games. So like they're marked a specific frame. So you got to make the second, seventh, and ninth frame. The next game you got to make the fourth, sixth, eighth, and tenth. And then the next one you got to make the third, fifth, and seventh or whatever. And I, I hit. I was seven for seven through two games, and then I blew it. Did you choke or did you just? I, I, that's when I realized how hard it was. And it was honestly the second week in a row. The first week I think was just luck that week. I actually went in there and I had this feeling. I was like, I might do it this week. Okay. Like I was throwing a good new ball. Then the third, the third game hit. And it's just like, if you bowl and you bowl kind of seriously, even when you're having a good week, like there's going to be three or four frames where you just kind of lose it. You got to find it again. Yep. And then that was what happened in that third game when I was like, I was killing it, dude. I was like, dude, I might do this. And then the, the third game, I had to hit it in the first frame. Between games, you're kind of sitting there for a minute. Yep. And then I, I just blew it on the first one, and then I got pissed off. And I was it, just... it's like golf. Like it's the same, very similar yeah. to golf because there's times I'm like I'm like I'll go. I'm not a great golfer, but I, I worked at a range forever. And anyways, there's times I've golfed and I'm like I'm one under through like six holes, and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm shooting the best round of my life. Yeah. And then you hit like now. You're, then I hit like seven, eight, nine, and all of a sudden I'm like three over, five over, six over. You know, yep. like. Yep. And I remember one time I was playing with my brother at a pretty tough course, a uh, nice tough course, and I was shooting one of the best rounds of my life, and it started to slow down, so that messes up your rhythm. And then we got paired up with some other guy, and he immediately starts talking about because he's seeing how I'm playing, and he immediately starts talking about, and I don't know if he did it on purpose or if he's trying to give me a heads up. But he started talking, he's like, 
all the next three holes are the toughest holes on the course. They're like, you know, then of course I hit into the woods and then I'm put, you know, I'm like, oh, I found it. It's like in the woods, but it's not marked My, off. I, I bet he was saying it to be like, hey, play these ones conservatively. Yeah, yeah. You're probably having the game of your life. And like, I'm just like, yeah. Take a step back here so you don't take four steps back. Yep. And then I took four steps back. But I still yeah. had a pretty good round for me. I mean, uh, anytime I shoot in the 80s, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm usually like a low, mid-90s guy anymore because mm-hmm. I don't play. I was playing three times a week at one point. I'm playing once every two weeks about now. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm not playing anything now. It's wintertime, and I can't go play simulator golf anymore because, like, COVID. I yeah. mean, those are all in caps. You know, that's like... The exact opposite of what you want to, you know, you don't exactly. want to be in a room this. So simulators are like a room a little smaller than this, and you hit into a screen, you know, and like everyone sits around, you know. It's like, yep. Uh, I, don't, yeah, if, I did one of those once. That's did you? Fun. That was before I like had really even spent a lot of time at the range, though. So I was garbage. But yeah, but the simulators are fun for the winter. I, I was part of a simulator golf league. Ooh, yeah, it was fun. I won. I would always win the early bird league. And then the regular league would come, and then, like, so the early bird league was, like, 30 guys. Mm-hmm. The regular league was, like, 120 guys. Yeah. So the 30-game league, I would win, and then I would just make my, like, I would just end up even through the, the real league. Because that's when, like, the guys who were, like, scratch handicaps come in. And then they also, with simulator golf, it's not, like, real golf where you, I don't know, they would hit, like, two iron off the just off the mat. And as long as it was straight ahead, it would go, like, 350 yards and just roll. <laughs> You know, and this is like 06, you know, so the technology wasn't quite where it is yeah, nowadays. Yeah. So I would be playing these guys, and he's like, You hit a 400 yard drive. I'm like, How'd you hit a 400 yard drive with your one iron? He's like, Oh, I just, pew. <laughs> like, low and straight. It doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. It like, doesn't know. Dry conditions out there. <laughs> Very dry. Speaking of dry, how about that Steelers offense? Same old Browns, man. Brown, Brown, yep. Browns are the Browns. Browns are the Browns. Always going to be the Browns. Gray faces. Gray faces. Yeah. Nameless. Nameless. Shapeless. Just a bunch of bums. I don't think Taki Taki was nameless that day. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Obviously, the center for the Steelers was name, nameless on that first play. I, you were We watched the game the other yeah. way. We lost our minds. We were dude. going nuts. Yes. And even still, like, you and I... I think the week before, you were pretty down on it and thought mm-hmm. we would lose... And then you know I, I was I was kind of in your ear. I was like, Steelers aren't that good. And by the time the game rolled around, you're like, I think we're gonna do it. Yep. And then we're up twenty eight nothing, and we're just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, the whole <laughs> what time is we're going like, on. The whole time. I said, what is going on? Like a thousand, thousand times, times during yep. the game. I started playing the drums every time they scored a touchdown or <laughs> yeah. anytime they did something awesome. I just run to the bag. I'm like, it worked the first time. <laughs> boop boop da da boop boop da. <laughs> and that came on because we had another we had uh, the wild card here with this son. I'm like, sorry guys, it, it, the wild card is like, no, go in there and keep playing whenever we do something. It's working so far. I literally pinched myself. Did I you? worried for a second that I got in a car accident on the way to your house <laughs> and was in a coma or dead. I literally just pinched my arm. I was like. I can feel that. Well, it started this. It started to seem a little bit normal when the Steelers started coming back yeah. a little bit. It was yeah. like okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I w- it was funny because the last time we were in the playoffs, we played the Steelers in two thousand two, and we were up twelve, and they came back and beat us. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, like, okay, got you know. But uh, this is a different team. This is not the Browns. Yeah. Well, you started off saying that in the second quarter. Well, this isn't the same Browns. Mm-hmm. And then as they edged up, when they got back to 12, you're like, you said it more and more. Yep. Like, same old Browns. Nope. And then you'd yell at yourself. <laughs> no, no, this is different. This is different. We got Baker. We got- and you know what? It was even different than, I feel like the games against the Titans and the game against the Cowboys, they really were kind of blowing that lead. And we already, we've talked about that. Like, at the same sense, they kept to a good game plan, which was running out the clock and doing it. I think they they the Steelers still bled them a little bit, but at the same time they were playing a, a bend don't break, give them yards, but they weren't letting them get any explosive plays. There might have been one big play. They had a big pass at one point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, but even that one was probably like a thirty or forty yard. It's not like it was like a sixty yard for a touchdown or anything like that. So yep. um, I was a lot more impressed by that. Um, it was great. Uh, I talked to a, a Steelers fan friend of mine. Because I was kind of, I'm getting sick of hearing from Chase Claypool. Yeah, uh, he came out and said something else today, today about yeah. how they're classless or whatever yeah. for going after Juju. And I kind of told, I, I was asking my buddy, I was like, what, "What's your opinion on it?" Like, Juju asked for everything he got. 
he's he's kind of an like everybody is talking about how he's so fun and they love to see that shit out of somebody. And what I'm saying is, three years down the line, he's Antonio Bryant, and everyone is sick of his shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you praise a wide receiver for acting that way, and then two years later, you're like, dude, shut the fuck up and go play football and stop getting in trouble and stop being a mouth. Does he get in trouble? I know. I don't think he's. Well, he's gotten the team fine for his little videos without masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I meant stomping on all the logos and stuff. Uh, like I, that's not going to go over well. It's, at some point, somebody's going to just tackle well, and he's him. not To. I mean, he's a good receiver, but he's not To. He's but not... he's still he's twenty twenty one twenty two. Right, Once but... that decision making turns into somebody yeah. with signs of CTE, he's going to go crazy. Yeah, uh, and like I hope that never happens to him. But obviously, like. He's bringing a lot of unwanted attention. You can't tell me that the Browns didn't love that shit and weren't ready to fucking eat it. Did you up. hear the Wyatt Teller when he was screaming at the bench? No. So Wyatt Teller, so Baker's coming up. He's like, we can't we can't get, uh, what did he say? We can't get uh, satisfied or we yeah, can't yeah. get comfortable. He didn't say that. He said, but Wyatt Teller's screaming at his other offensive line. He's like, and I mean screaming. He's like, say well, Browns, huh? Say well, Browns. And they're all hyped. Right? That's right? what I'm saying. Yep. Like, that that kept them hyped probably for a while. Like, you could sit there and be like, we won this game. But, like, you were, they weren't going to let off the pedal. Like, they wanted to go kill them because of that. Now, what I told – I was talking to my buddy about more specifically, and he got me to kind of back off Claypool. He's like, well, he's out there. He's protecting his guy, and he's trying to talk about his guy, and he's got his back. And I'm like, I get that, but at the same point, like, what he's saying is stupid. He's like, no, you're right. Like, it's not offensive to hear to me – for me to hear – they're going to lose to the Chiefs. I'm expecting them to lose to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, that's not a good insult. You guys would have definitely lost to the Chiefs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were not that good. Well, and I think it's like the rivalry is coming back a little bit, yeah. too. But he just he he just struck me as a crybaby. And I'm like, I don't know if so you did, want that. Yeah, and Ju- well, Juju just strikes me. I, TikTok. I'm talking about Claypool. I know though. you're talking about it, but Juju, like, TikTok? We're doing TikTok? Like, I don't think it's, it's, like, not that funny. I don't get why him doing a dance is hilarious. I don't get it either. People are going to want to murder him next year. They, well, this Dancing bang, on their logos they, and stuff? He did it to the Bengals, and the, yeah. that Bengal dude almost did murder him. Yeah. Dude. Like, Not good. I don't think that's good. I, I I think that Steelers culture, like that actually gave me some hope that they are gonna they might be down for a while because they don't have that. Like, Heinz Ward was a baller because that dude shut up and hit you in the mouth. Troy Palomalu was a baller. Palomalu. He wasn't really talking. No, you, the most he did was hair commercial. I don't remember talking in that. The, the, I I think when things got heated a little bit times, he might give like a a little a snippet to the press, but he wasn't out there like running his mouth. But the other thing, there wasn't much for him to get heated about because they owned the Browns for how many That's, years? Well, I'm talking about just general with anybody. Oh, no, yeah, 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 but I'm anybody. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't need to talk to us at the time. Um, but like, man, these guys—they're acting like they're owed something. It's weird. And I, I'm I'm like ready to see their their franchise hopefully just slip into. Well, I'm not going to say they're going into obscurity, but you know, I just don't think they have that culture anymore of just a hard-working, punching-in-the-mouth, just-take-care-of-business. Like Watching those receivers act like little babies, I-, I like it. So Ben's probably retired? I don't know. Think he comes back? He looked old, man. I, I really didn't think it. You were saying it the whole game, and you know it started to make sense, but just kind of watching him there on the sideline, I think if he was retiring... He would have gotten up and shake, shook people's hands and then would have, like, I don't know, man. It just seemed weird for him to just be sitting in there. Like, I think he was trying to, like, get angry. I think he was trying to soak in the moment to get motivated for next year. I don't know. I, he doesn't have many left, but I think he'd come back for another year or two. I think so. I, don't I think he'll they, do it as long as he can. He's beat up, man. That's true. But he also had a year off last year, right? Or did he get hurt before the off season? No, he was hurt, like, halfway through the year, I thought. Yeah. Because I want to say he... I think he'll be back. I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't... You know, who knows? I mean, who's going to know? I mean, uh, it was fun to watch. Obviously, it was fun it to watch. Super fun to watch. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, like, nah, you know, it was kind of boring. You know, my favorite team of all time blew out our... Uh, Biggest rival of all, all time. time after, By a lot. After they talked all sorts of shit after our first playoff game since uh, 2002. I, you know, I t- changed the channel, put yep. on a little Dancing with yep. the Stars. Yep. Yep. That yep. singing so- that singing show where they wear a mask, the um, mask the mask sing song show. Yeah, I, I just the only, mask singer. Yeah, that's it. I just remember the only reason I know about it is because Tommy Chong was on it the one time. I'm like, yeah. well, let me see what Tommy Chong did. I love Tommy Chong. So I mean, on from the Steelers. What do you think about the Chiefs? Uh, I, I'm not 
I try not to be a prediction guy, but I mean, you're facing the Super Bowl contenders who obviously don't have a hangover, who obviously have been um, beating up. I, th- I think they have two losses. Two, and the one was in the last week of the season, resting everybody. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm i not going to be negative on here. I'm really happy that we're, we're, we're at where we're at. I mean, no one – I had us winning six to seven games this year mm-hmm. um, with a rookie head coach with no preseason, with COVID, mm-hmm. with, um, you know, no real answers to what Baker Mayfield's going to be. It looks like Baker Mayfield is going to be the guy. I yeah. mean, the last – I mean, I know he had a, a rough kind of early season, but – this dude went what two sixty five and three touchdowns in a playoff game yep. at you know yep. away um, against the Steelers defense that was supposed to be the best defense in the league, led the league in sacks, led the league in I I, I don't know if they led the league in takeovers but definitely led the league in sacks. Um, didn't get touched. I mean I I don't remember him. We had guy you that whole you know the, I remember there was some time probably in the late second quarter or something where they said he hadn't been pressured yet. And I just remember, like, vividly remembering a play at the time where he definitely got, like, flushed out of the pocket. And I was like, how's that not a – or somebody was, like, smacking at his leg, which, like, you know, it wasn't like he was almost wrapped up and evaded it. But I was like, that's – he was definitely pressured a lot, on a few occasions. But for the most part, the offensive line, especially with the guys that were out, incredible well, job. And then the guy – so the, I watched some videos. Um, the one guy they showed him practicing because he couldn't practice with the team yet, mm-hmm. he was practicing in a parking lot. Yeah. And then the other guy – Baker introduced himself to the game like during in the locker room before yes. the game. Yes, yeah, I met. Uh, he tried to I, he tried to remember his name, and he was like uh, Brett <laughs> or whatever like his first name was. He didn't remember his fucking guard's full name. And hey, man, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. There's a, first of all, and then I watched. First of all, you're in all this pressure. Your first playoff game, you put this franchise on your. No, I don't want. Uh, I take that back. Baker didn't put the franchise on his shoulders. You got Baker, Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, Jarvis Landry, and you got Austin Hooper. I mean, yeah. that's that's a solid squad. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't say he put it on his shoulders, but you're he you're, did work the last six games of the he, season. He really so far, did, though. but he uh, he he probably wasn't too worried about what the backup 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 you know guard's yeah. name was. Um, I but was still that could be in your head though, like worried that someone's gonna just bust through those dudes and nail you, like. I did watch a little a, something in the back. I, of your I did mind. watch a pre, uh, some pregame stuff that Case Keenum was talking to Baker, and uh, Baker uh, Case Keenum goes, "Hey Baker, I had a dream last night that I was catching passes from you during this game." And Baker's like, "I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing." He's like, "It means we're gonna do it, baby." You know what I mean? There's something like that. What does that mean? I don't know. I hope he has all a- the wide receivers are getting hurt. They're gonna be putting me in. Fuck. No, we had – I was telling someone who's not really a sports fan, shout out, Toby, um, about the one game where we had none of our wide receivers. He's like, what would you guys do? I'm like, we literally signed kids off the street. And he laughed. I'm like, no, we were literally just finding guys off the practice squads that, mm-hmm. you know, that are fast athletes. Speaking of which, uh, there's an offensive lineman who's going to be making NFL history this uh, this weekend. Who's that? His name is Jared Veld here. Okay. He's going to be making his second playoff appearance. The thing is, he's played with the Colts last week. He'll be playing for the Packers this week. Interesting. That's really cool. Because he's a practice squad guy, he's not on an official roster, Uh, which allows him to sign to another team's practice squad and be brought up for COVID reasons. hmm, Okay, good for him. Good for him. Batonio Batonio gets to play, hopefully, this week. Yep, he should be back. Yeah, so now he gets to play in a playoff game. Right? Fuck yes, man. Just in time to get steamrolled. Sorry. So, I mean, if you think, if you think that, do you think they can win this game? The possibility? I'm not Uh, saying 50 50, 60 40, but. No, they can win any game. I mean, we've. That's how I feel about it. We've got a hell of an offense. Um, I don't know. Last week and the last couple of weeks are showing that we don't have to. Feed Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt 180 times, which I still like. I mean, feed them the ball. I only came around to that, I think, in the last week or two. Same here. Same. I mean, we we talked about I've been talking about the podcast, me yeah. screaming, run, run the, the ball. ball. Why aren't you TV. running the ball? Um, and it was only before this playoff game that I went and looked back and was like, wow, Baker's actually got some incredible stats the last four or five weeks. Yep. Um, Kansas City is going to be rusty, hopefully. They're yeah, going to be fresh. They'll be fresh. Uh, you know what? I They had a week off. I'm not they rested their starters the last game of the season. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't rust. Yeah, but some of the other guys. Tiger Kill doesn't rust. Okay. Sammy Watkins is 
Sammy Watkins. He was running his mouth a little. Not running his mouth, but he just said. No, he is. Yeah. He's running his mouth now. I Who's there? I don't even know who Kansas City's running back is. Dude, did Kareem Hunt not look like he wanted to so bad go back to Kansas City? That man ran like a man possessed by, mm-hmm. you know, by former ghosts. I mean, that guy, he, he, both of those touchdown runs, I just. Oh, they, you know who they do have now? I don't know if you remember that. They've got Le'Veon Bell right now. Forgot they signed him. I don't That's know. That's right. He's. I think he's the starter, too. Is he? I think so. Well, so the one thing I'm thinking is everybody's treating them like they're unstoppable. Yeah, of and course. And I definitely heard about the whole and read up on Andy Reid's incredible stats after a bye week, which is, like, ridiculous. Is it? It is. He's nearly unstoppable. Like, I don't know. It's... He's I, like six and three in the playoffs, or seven and three in the playoffs. I'll, I'll be upset if we lose, but it's like, like I said, we're coming going against the best quarterback in the league, the Super Bowl champions. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is out of this world, dude. And I have yeah. no, you know, what's funny is like, it's not funny. I guess there's teams I'll play against. I'm like, I hate them for this. I hate, can you mem- remember hating the Chiefs for anything other than Dwayne Rudd taking his helmet off that one year? And that wasn't even the Chiefs' fault. That was our fault. We sacked the guy, and the idiot took his helmet off during the, the middle of the play. <sighs> they have Chad Henney on their team. Now I kind of hate him. Chad Henney still plays? I mean, he's backup quarterback. You may have Chad Henney. Had to come in. <laughs> I would. I mean, I, I hope Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a broken knee that ha- makes that happen because I, I do kind of like that guy. But oh, I, like I would love it if Chad Henney had to come into this game for some Patrick reason. Patrick Mahomes does seem like the type of dude that's a, a good dude. I mean, I've never met him, obviously, but yeah. you don't hear rumor Like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to his family anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, he proposed to his, like, college sweetheart and everything. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't – all I can see is Le'Veon's last, like – I, he can't be the starter. His his yards per game is 39, 7, 8, 25, 22, 40, 21, 60. Well, they don't run the ball much. They're really pa- pass That's happy true. Team. That's true. So you might be right. Maybe he is. Uh... They're a real pass happy team. And why he's, wouldn't he? Doesn't, that's actually crazy, though, too, because he's he actually had great hands. If I remember from his time in the Steelers, and maybe it's because he's rusty. He had a year off, and then he played shitty with the Jets. But he's only got a reception per game. Uh, one and a half receptions for per game for maybe like a eight yard average or something like that. Um, oh, Damian the, Williams is the other guy. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Sorry, I saw that and, and forgot about it. But here's the thing: everybody is treating Andy Reid as if he's like a god now because of this team. Before last year, Andy Reid was known for blowing playoff games. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Eagle and the Eagles when he coached the Eagles. Yeah, that, that was his main thing. But now he's like the guy, hey, older with age, wiser. It, it's the team. It's got to be the team, though. I, you know, would you? You can't. Me, hey, hold on, you hold can't on. be notorious. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me rewind real quick before you before you go any further. So we went eleven and five this year, right? Mm-hmm. What did we go last year? I don't. What did we go? Six, seven, and one. Seven, six, nine, six, nine, and one. Yeah. Seven, seven, eight, and one. Okay. What was the main difference from last year to this year? Uh, coach. Okay, so right there. A coach really helped change this team around. Yeah. And I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is, you have Andy Reid who's been the multiple Super Bowls, been the multiple playoff appearances. He's getting better with age, you know, like fine line, and mm-hmm. now he's able to coach better, I guess, is what I'm saying. It could be the perfect fit too. That's too. Yeah. yeah and and uh, listen, you know me. I I don't I don't follow the NFL nearly as closely as you. But I'm saying the opinion of everyone on Andy that whole playoff run last year, wait till Andy Reid blows it. Wait till Andy Reid blows it. Oh yeah, I agree. He yeah. didn't blow it once and now he's the fucking best coach in the NFL. Well, who would you say? I, well, you don't follow the NFL. I'm, I'm just wondering who would be a better coach than him that you would say. I, the only one I could say is Belichick. Belichick didn't look good this year without his quarterback. And that's fine. I mean, they sat guys the entire year right off the rip. Like, I don't think they planned to win this year. Well, they, I, yeah, they sat. I think the guy, a lot of the guys sat out for COVID. Um, I think they did the Cam Newton project to see what that would end up turning mm-hmm. out to and we saw what it ended up turning out to and that you know that could even be your fucking Belichick next level game and maybe i'm sucking him off right now but like he could have been like hey i don't want cam stepping in here 
going 10 and 6 and being mediocre and going like I'm a fucking quarterback. Yep. I want this dude to get punched in his fucking mouth and then work the hardest he's ever worked this offseason. But yep. all I'm saying is I I don't think there's no one in the NFL outside of possibly Belichick if they come back next year who's leagues above anyone else. So do you think Reed's probably close. Do you, do you know who the next coach in the NFL is going to be? Urban Meyer. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, I'm excited for him. Um, I, I want to see te- Trevor Lawrence fail. Um, so I, I, I hate that, you know, they're going to be teaming up. But I, that's probably the some of the allure for Urban Meyer. Oh, He's right. coming in to coach that dude. Yep. Um, I got nothing but good feelings for Urban Meyer. Yeah, no, um, I, I don't have – I'm just happy because I heard reports that he was going to Michigan. I'm like, no, there's no that was way. That going to happen. There's no way. One of the greatest coaches of Ohio State who talks about how much he loves Ohio State is going to go coach yeah. Michigan no. against Ryan Day, who's his like prodigy. You know what I mean? The, like, the, I think the only the only places he was going to go is Notre Dame because he has connections there, like he did to Ohio State, um, USC or Texas, which are like notoriously great programs that have been on the downslope for the last few years that could have offered him a ridiculous amount of money and two would have like upped his legendary status to like bring Texas or right, USC right. Back. or Notre Dame back, you know um, what I mean? Like, or I mean not Notre Dame back, but you know what I mean? Like he's he, the kind of guy that loves coaching, I think, and working with kids so much. I could have also seen him going back to Utah. Which or I going find back weird that he's going to the school. pros. I don't know if that's gonna be a good fit. It's because he doesn't want to he, he'll have the time off from recruiting. He doesn't uh, have to recruit. Yeah. Um, and Tony Khan is probably Khan. Khan's got to be promising him. I mean, I'm sure that's what a lot of the interviews were was with with Urban. Like, not only do I want 12 million dollars, I'm going to tell you what my plan is. But my plan is also including you paying me, you paying my assistant coaches probably more than most assistant coaches in the league are getting paid. I wonder who the assistants are going to be. I don't know either. No, I know, no, I know you don't know. I'm just kind of curious, like who that's going to end up being. Um, the only thing. I'm slightly worried about, and I don't think he would want to do this, but at the same time, if he knows Heartline might be getting head coaching jobs in college football, he might try and he might try and uh, bring him up to the NFL instead. But I don't think he's going to want to step on Ohio State's toes. Do you think Brian Hartline will do Mr. Hero commercials in Florida? I think he should. I think he should do them <laughs> everywhere. Anywhere there's a Mr. Hero, Brian Hartline should be There's on no it. Mr. Heroes outside Northeast Ohio, but there might be one in Florida there when Brian be. Hartline gets there. There might be. Um, yeah, nothing but the best for Urban. Uh, more than anything for his health. But I, I Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of, yeah. The, I hope he really has a, it'd be nice to see him do it at the next level too. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, speaking of Ohio State, do you want to talk about that? or? Uh, yeah, I got quite a few thoughts on it, and they won't be as salty as they were a few days ago. So, Do you want to give, like, so So I think, you know what's funny where we're at? Like, I know you're a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm, like, more, and don't, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think I'm more of an NFL Browns fan, and you're more of the, like, you're a diehard Buckeye fan. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've gone to a game, I've gone to a couple mm-hmm. games, like, uh, basketball game, and, you know, in it's always with you because you're the fan. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have the tickets. You know what I mean. And I'm mm-hmm. and I've I, I like the Buckeyes. Um, problem for me with the Buckeyes is, and, and not in a bad way. But don't take this this. But Saturday at noon, if I find out the Buckeyes are playing Rutgers, I'll put it on for like ten minutes. And I go, oh okay, this is yeah. yeah. Once they're up three scores, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, go. Gonna, I'm gonna go shit to do. dig up a fucking. No, I watch it. I watch every minute. Of yeah. It. Um, so you're the, I, when I say like you're the hardcore. Like yeah, it was yeah. almost weirder this year though because you weren't getting. They needed to work things out, and they weren't getting that backup. So that's why I, I really like those games too. Is you're seeing the guys from that are going to be important down the stretch yep. in big games, and the guys that are going to be on the team next year and they're going to be making up the building blocks of the team for the next two or three years. So I, I always find that exciting. So I'll, I'll keep in on those games. Um, but yeah, this year it was weird. It was just, you know, they had to get those guys ready. They knew they were going to be playing eight games at most before a national championship. And it turned out they only played what seven. Yeah. They went, um, they went seven to one this year with that national, you know, championship. looking back now, knowing how this year ended, if I could go back, I almost wish they hadn't played the season except that we beat Clemson, and that had been a monkey on our back. Yeah, that, that and that Clemson game was fun because that wasn't close. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, the Alabama game, I'm honestly – I'm really worried uh, that Nick Saban's going to win, like, four of the five next titles. 
Because um. Yeah. No. It's Nick Saban, dude. That's what he does. It's, it's hard to say if. Um, dude, you he, know how good we were and how bad Michigan was is they acted like they have COVID, so they didn't have to play us. <laughs> oh my god! How fucking funny. If we lose again, we're gonna have trouble selling this uh, Harbaugh <laughs> extension. Now that now that I'm thinking back, like I really didn't think it was necessarily that, but now thinking that the administration wanted to extend Harbaugh. And they probably would have a hard time selling that if they did just get creamed by us again. Yeah, they that might have played a decent role. Um, but what I saw out of that game, and you, you said it was exciting. Well, okay, but well, I said the first like quarter and a half were exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While they were still in it. Yeah. Um, so I, I found like it, it seemed to be a very college football game to me. Um, they scored, we scored, they scored, then we kicked the field goal if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they scored again. Like it was a lot of back and forth, and like we were, we were playing great offense. Do they know that they had a Heisman wide receiver on their team? It seemed like they didn't. Um, and you know, I was watching with a couple of people that were losing their minds over it. But if you noticed, there were a couple different things, which was you know one one or two times it just seemed like he beat us. But there were a few times right in that first quarter where I knew we were in trouble besides Trey Sermon getting hurt on the first play of the game. Oh, yeah. That's which good. was that there were plenty of times where the linebackers – Ohio State's had some problems with angles and tackling. It's mostly been not like the Browns tackling where they're kind of not tackling as well. They're hitting guys but not as well. Well, actually, no, they're actually pretty similar now that I'm thinking about the secondaries. Some bad angles as well as they're not wrapping up. Yeah, they just they, – they, they torpedo at them. Thinking the linebackers are not that problem for Ohio State. They had two great linebackers. They had angles on this dude, and then he hit that acceleration button, and it was like they had taken the worst angle in the world World to get to him. He was so – it's not that his top-end speed was anything ridiculous. I think they even said he wasn't the fastest guy on the team. He's not the fastest. But his acceleration is fucking ridiculous. Um, And what I kind of meant by boring, which was – the Ohio State offensive possessions were a national championship game. It was two good squads going against each other. Yep. Alabama, watching them operate, was boring as shit. And someone broke it down before the game, and you got it, – it made me wonder actually how good the running back Najee and the quarterback actually are. What's his name? The – the um, what is it? Devontae Smith? Yep. He's definitely got incredible skills. I mean, no, no doubt about it. He had like 200 yards and two Ds, two TDs in the first half before yep. he got hurt. Oh, did he get hurt? I, yeah, that's why he wasn't in the second half. Which was I, I kind of turned it off. I mean, I was. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So you know that that was a reason to think maybe we'd get back in it. They lost uh, their safety or their linebacker for With the, the, the helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet. Yep. Which I was super. I got really pissed when that happened because Trey Sermon got hit helmet to helmet in the first play of the game. I noticed Justin Fields get hit with another helmet to helmet. They weren't like they weren't as bad as that last one. That last one was bad. They they could have been called. I don't think they would have been targeting calls, but I noticed <laughs> Alabama was doing like they were borderline doing like a little bit aggressive. So but. I gotta tell you. So I don't have cable. Mm-hmm. And it was on ESPN. <laughs> You'll appreciate this so much. So I don't have cable. I don't have ESPN. I couldn't find a stream for it, right? Like, yeah. they had locked the stream down. Uh-huh. So I finally found a stream, <laughs> and it had no audio. Oh, no. <laughs> and my girlfriend, Renee, was like, so you're just going to sit here in silence and yeah. watch the mm-hmm. Put the radio on. <laughs> but that would have been way ahead of my game. Who cares? Well, I care. I'm trying to watch. <laughs> can you pause a live? You can pause some live streams, can't you? The radio will be way ahead than the pa- than the live stream. First, oh yeah, duh, duh. First of all, yeah, TV streams right. always. I was ten, thinking the other way. TV yeah. streams always set ten seconds below. Yeah. That's a live stream, so uh, off the internet, you know, yeah. it's thirty seconds behind. Yeah. So, so, so she was like, at one point, she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go in the other room and watch stuff, you know, where I can hear it." Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm worried about. Nick Saban, outside of maybe Tua. I can't remember, like, great quarterbacks to come out of there. They look incredible while they're with Alabama. But at the same time, they don't end up doing too much in the league. Yeah. He doesn't need the best quarterback. He needs a pretty accurate one, and he needs one that's smart. What I'm worried about is the scheme. It sounds like he finally developed because it wasn't until 2012 or 2014 that Saban stopped being a baby and complaining about the spread offense and said, all right, I'm going to do a spread offense. 
and it seemed like 75% of their offensive snaps were run pass options. And I'm just, I'm just looking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not necessarily that it was an RPO at the snap, but they'd send a guy in motion. Quarterback would decide whether they're running the run play or the pass play. And then depending on where the motion went, he said, I'm going to this side of the field. And he has one defender to look at that and go, I'm going here with the ball or I'm going there with the ball. So it's, it's essentially knowing I have to go here, this play. And based on if this guy takes one or two steps this way, I'm going to do this or that. So I'm just looking at so Tua, obviously. Um, Jalen Hurts, didn't he play for Alabama? Yeah. So he Is he doing well? He did okay. There was that whole Eagles debacle where they put him in. He was playing well. He replaced Carson Wentz. Uh-huh. And then he That's was right. playing well. And then in the last game of the season, they took him out so they could lose the game. And that's why Doug Peterson got fired. That's right. I'm um, just kind of looking through some quarterbacks here that I AJ McCarron. Um, who knows? He just seems like the the backup. Of, you know, he's gonna mm-hmm. have that backup role forever. Yeah, I'm not seeing Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> yep. I mean, going back, I'm I'm not trying to shit on Bart no, Starr, no, no, Joe no, no, Namath. No, 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 no. That's that's kind of the point I was going to Blake get ready. Sims, Greg McElroy, John Parker Wilson. You're ruining my point. Brody Croyle. You're ruining my point because the and after the, from it was Ken Stabler, Joe Namath, you know, like these guys, Bart Starr. That yeah, that's all great. That's sixty. After sixty, he like Mike Shula. But he wasn't really much quarterback, played more. Yeah, Tua and Jalen are the exceptions. Yes. Um, and that's him starting to run a spread offense. And they're not even the exceptions because they're not that – I mean, I, I'm not going to say they're anything about Tua. Um, yeah, Tua, he's, Tua could be. Yeah. And um, Hurts could be too, but they're both just kind of the mobile – that's the scheme. Yeah, they're mobile. and I, I'm just worried he's going to be perfecting the scheme. It was boring as shit to watch. Let me ask um, you, though. And it was just like a creeping death. If he, prote- you could not if he perfects it. that scheme – and then he's, his quarterbacks don't make it to the NFL. Are kids going to want to go there? Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah, that 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 kid, I can't even remember his name. He's a fucking Heisman candidate, finished third. I don't know his name. He's a fucking loser. He's not going to be great. Yeah. But he's a, national, he's, a, he's a national championship winning quarterback because Nick Saban's in his ear all year going, you're going to do this, and if you see this, you're going to do this. I guess. And I, then you're going to be looking at this one guy to determine whether you're going here, here, or here. I guess when you know you can open up a car dealership in your hometown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to get taken care of. Exactly. Like, you're going to go there. He's probably going to get paid to go there. So he'll he's probably. going to get paid real well. Yeah. I know. I met some of those guys first firsthand at Ohio State that just have, they have jobs at car dealerships and sponsorship. And some of them are not just doing that. Some of that are, some of them are doing, like, financial jobs because people want to come in and they want to fucking shake Craig's Krenzel's hand. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah. Their owner is in the ear trying to fucking yeah. sell whatever to, hey, to whoever. Sell, sell them that Corvette. Up, upsell them on the rims. Yeah. Give them the Well, they don't even have to do the selling. Yeah. They'll get a – they'll get a C or – not a CEO, but they'll get like a – they'll get a, a, a partnership and a company that they barely – they start off not knowing much about, which the thing is you don't get to that level of playing, especially when you're not like the freak athlete that is going to make it to the NFL right. without being smart and knowing how to maximize your potential. And so that's two things. It's not only that you have the skills that you will eventually learn a job, but it's just that they can bring you in and immediately people are coming in to meet you and see you. Yeah. And then you can learn the job on the fly. Yep. You don't even know how to have to know how to do the job. Nope. You're just sitting in the meeting. Yep. You're in, he's inviting people to parties that you know they know you're going to be at. Yep. And then he sells them. Yeah. Um, no, you're you're right. You, you you make best friends with the best sales guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So like, I don't know, man. I, and here's the only thing I I would think the only way you're going to do that, and it's unfortunate. I didn't really think that we we Ohio State was missing. Their defensive lineman that I think has one of the highest rates of pressuring the quarterback and our sack leader, which was only three sacks because we had a short season. Well, and the defensive line was not our normal defense. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Two of their better players, with not including Zach Harrison, who's the defensive end, but still is young, were not there. An elite defensive line might be able to make a difference, but I'm not sure. And they didn't face an elite defensive line this year. So I'm seriously worried that like it, this is going to be like a it's going to be a huge run for Saban just based on that. And it's hard to say. I could be wrong. Maybe Najee is actually great. I didn't really think he was that big of a deal. 
I never, I didn't um, watch much of Alabama. I mean, I watched, I, I came across the occasional game and, mm-hmm. and just knew how good I watched they were. their shootout with Florida, and that was that was good. But at the same time, I didn't really think of it at the time because I was sitting there rooting against Alabama. And but it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't as invested. The, the problem with college football for me, and that that doesn't get me entertained, is if I go to watch Alabama, right? Say mm-hmm. I go to watch Alabama, and I turn on the game, they're playing like I don't know. Boise State, who might even be okay, but Alabama blows them out, right? Yeah. And so I watch about 20 minutes of that, and I go, I don't give a shit about this. Yeah. Right. And the NFL game, most of the games, I would say, what, 70% of the games are, are pretty equal, and they're closer? Yeah. They're not closer, but they're, they're... There's six games on at any time in college, though. That's true, too. Yeah. There's there's two there's two should-be-good games on at any time slot. Yeah. So let's... I, 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 I want to move on. Did you hear what Johnny Manziel's doing? No. Player-controlled football is the new league that he's going to be part of. Or fan-controlled football, I'm sorry. So look up fan-controlled football. So it's a league. um, Reminds me of the Arena Football League quite a bit, their stadium setup. But the whole point is you can sign up as a fan, and you pick a team, and then like you guys vote on what play is going to be next that is run. And all we were thinking is, like, how many times are they just going to run Johnny Menzel in a QB draw? And some of the owners smash are... him up the middle, <laughs> smash him up the middle, smash him up the middle. And the other team's just dialing up fucking gap. And like some of the owners are like Marshawn Lynch's team is named the Beasts. Yeah, I just saw that Marshawn and Miro. Yep. Bob Henry, who's the guy who does the cool voices on the videos, like those commentator voices. He owns like the Snappers or something like that. Wavo, Richard, and destroying. Well, Richard Sherman, Richard I think. Richard Sherman. Owns... Yep, that's what I figured it was. But anyways, I just found it funny. I, I, I had to, like, investigate it. So it's going to be, um, I can't, Twitch? It's going to basically be Twitch yeah. <laughs> for the... So what's this picking the teams then? Did the, did the teams think... pick, or is it going to be, like, a live draft of teams? I did not do enough investigation, to be completely honest. I didn't even know if it was real football or it was video game football, and it was, like, Johnny Manziel and video game, and, like, you picked what. But then I watched a video of it, and it was straight-up Arena League football, but it looks like... I don't know the whole story, but we're talking about it. So they did a good job somewhere signing them. Does it not look like arena? Like they're bashing into the walls and this. It's. I don't think they know what it is yet. Join now and choose your team. It's up to you to pick the team name, design logo, and jerseys. You even have a say in the league rules. Have good taste. You'll be rewarded as you build influence. You'll rack up fan IQ, and your vote, votes count carry even more weight. Recruit players and set your lineup. How is any one person? That's got to be a fantasy aspect. So what I think what they're trying to do is like. The games will stream on Twitch with fully integrated play calling. You're in the feed with the owners. They have advice, but you vote on the calls. Run them up the middle. You select the best play and it's relayed to the QB. Top fans have the more voting power. I would assume that the draft has to be like Twitch inspired too, because obviously nobody can just you, pick the team. Well, and looking at that website, are you as confused as I was? I'm like, very confused. Like I, I for like the for and I well, it I, says vote on league rules. Like, like I I was so confused, and I'm I'm trying to read through it, and then I'm watching videos, and it was like so it's real football play. I think that's what it is because they have like a live athlete selection interview. There's definitely a bunch of votes on here. For like, league rules. We should probably sign up for that as a slur Oh, team. yeah, we definitely need to. And we should pick a team. Should we pick the Manziel team? I don't see the Manziel team. He might just be a player. Yeah, he's just a player, I think. Because it just said on Twitter. It, it looks like, like there's only f- four teams that I see right off the bat. Oh, so a lot of uh, a lot of competition. Each of the four teams has an ownership group with a unique style and vision. They worked for the fans of their squads to pick. Okay, so they already picked the names and logos based on I feel like you were reading... Uh, when we play board games, complicated board games, yeah. I feel like we're reading those instructions. Like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. This is starting to make more sense. Okay, so I don't think they've picked rosters yet. Yeah, we need to get on this. Okay, well, I'll sign us up. There, um, it looks like there's four teams. So there's already votes going for league rules. I want to see what these league-wide... I don't know, it's not letting me open it. I might need to do this on... I wonder... I don't know. Yeah, but we're gonna be we're gonna look into this. The so F, we'll put, the FCF, we'll make it, 
they uh, they've got they've got the uh, their I mean at least they got their domain name right. It's fcf.io slash home. Golly, dude, my band no dot com is dot dot io a thing? Yeah. What what does that mean? Uh, it's is that usually just, a, is that a second rate? It's usually it's a second rate or a nation code. FCF.io slash home. Uh, call in if you figure out what's going on. Maybe we'll do it. But uh, I think me and Joe are definitely going to get in on this. So if you want to do it, you should get in there as well. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. That's a that's a like I said. That's a, a nation code. They have a sign up. There's a thing that says you can sign up for a player. I know I was going to sign up and act like I would show up. Join <laughs> the FCFs. Start calling the shots or play in the FCF. It might be. <laughs> Can you, awesome. can you imagine either of us getting out there? Oh, no. Like, no. <laughs> no, there are, no. But no, but I'm just saying, like, I pulled my groin. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen for those other leagues, though, but people that do these tryouts pay hundreds or thousands of dollars to do tryouts for the NFL and stuff, and then they don't make it. I had a cousin one time tell me he was a giant fan of us that he was trying out for the Bengals. And so for, like, <laughs> for a month, like, my family, the, like, like, the cousins that were all cool just kept calling. I'm like, when's the tryout, bro? We got to come and support you. <laughs> you bastard. The uh, IO is an internet country code um, assigned to British Indian Ocean Territory. So that's... That's a tax shelter. Dude, as an IT guy, if someone said, you need to unblock something something dot io i would say no. yeah you can go fuck yourself because we're not doing that <laughs> and they would say it's impertinent to business and i would say no it's not no. go fuck yourself no. <laughs> take it close go fuck no. yourself <clears throat> all well, right man, we're coming up against it so uh are we already yeah all right uh Kyrie Irving going off the deep end. Yeah, uh, that big trade. Hasn't um, played in two weeks, and now he says he might not play for the rest of the year. I, I don't care about Kyrie, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm so over Kyrie, I, I, and I and not against you, but I've read. I'm getting there. Yeah. I've read so much about that. James Harden went there. I saw somebody on ESPN. It's like, well, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Like people were, I, Somebody had said, Kyrie Irving, they're going to make it happen. I'm like, are you kidding me? The biggest ego in the fucking world? That they're, they're planning on Kyrie being gone. I think they're going to. They got to trade him. Yeah. Which it would be good, actually, because Brooklyn lost a lot of depth. Um, well, we got, what? Uh, Jared Allen yep. and Tayshaun Prince. No, so, Torian Prince. Sorry. Dude, well, Prince. I text you. I'm like, I, I think I said Tayshaun Prince. <laughs> No, I think you got Torian. Right? Oh, did I? Okay. You did. But Allen seems to be a stud. Not best, stud. Best throw in the league. Best throw in the league. But he seems to be a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. And he's young as shit. I, I think he had the problem of, um, oh, shoot. Who who was it? I think we, he had the, um, oh, my God. The, um, who was the dude that all the white bitches loved in Cleveland for the Indians? Right fielder. Uh, Frankie Lindor that got traded? We didn't no, talk about that at yeah, all. Yeah, I know. We do got to talk about Frankie and Cookie. But uh, uh, not Russell Brandon. Grady we, Sizemore? No. Um. Oh, my God. It's killing me. Travis Hafner? No. I'm just naming random white guys I from know you are. Don't do it. But either way, I think, <laughs> don't do it. I think he had. Um, you just said don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> um. Lonnie Chisenhall. Lonnie, Lonnie Chisenhall. Oh, yeah, I would have never said that one. <laughs> stop. Just stop. Uh, I think he had too much of an impact three years ago when he was too young. And then he took a little bit of a step back, and it's like <coughs> then the – I thought last year was going to be a great year for him, but then they brought in um, – they brought in what's their – what's his face? God damn it. They brought in DeAndre Jordan. And it took some minutes away from Jared Allen, so I'm I'm excited to watch him. Uh, it's gonna be weird because he's because we have 18 fucking centers. We have a lot of centers. Um, Jared, we look like the monster. We do, we do. Uh, but I'm you know, sorry, guys, I'm sorry. Now they can either move you him. Have to, you have to see the him. look Daryl shot me when he said, "Don't do it." <laughs> Don't do it. Knock it off. <laughs> Oh fuck! I snorted. <laughs> uh, so I'll be really excited. Torian Prince probably is not much. Who? Torian Prince uh, uh, played with Atlanta, I believe. Then went to the Nets. He's gonna get you twelve. Po- 
he's going to kind of be like Dante Exum. He's going to get you 12 points. Okay. He's going to do a little bit of rebounding. It seemed like that uh, we gave up the Bucks first-round pick, which is going to be a late-round first-round pick for a guy who seems to be. Best-case scenario, if Drew and Giannis gets hurt, it's a, a 10 to 15. Yeah. But, like, if that doesn't happen, it's going to be a lower 20. Speaking of Drew, he scored me mad points in fantasy last night. I love night. Drew Holiday. Yeah, he scored me mad points. Mad points. If you're interested, I can get you some socks with them on it. <laughs> I've got socks with my dogs on. I got Deadpool socks. It's going to be New Orleans, though. Um, so, yeah, big, big move for them. Oh, that is that is something I wanted to ask you. Uh, let's play. Uh, I don't have a name for this game, so I'm just going to ask you questions. Okay. Ask Joe Folks. Now, <laughs> now that the Indians made this trade, Cookie Carrasco and uh, Frankie Lindor for – Handful of prospects and two major league ready infielders. Mm-hmm. How many players on the Indians roster do you think are making above one million dollars this year? Which like expected. So how many how many people are on the roster? Forty five man roster. Forty five five man roster. I assume on a major league baseball team with a forty five man roster, um, how many people start? And how many people are in like, I mean, you got nine in the field at any time, one or two more in the rotation. Five guys pit, or well, four more pitchers that are regularly with a bullpen of like eight regular making appearances. Like, yep. I mean, starting a game is 20, 20 players. So I'm going to say. You know, a shortened MLB. Thir- I'm going to say 30 guys make a million bucks. Ooh, a little lower. But think about because. Are you talking about an average roster? I'm thinking talk about the Indians. I think 30 of the Indians play a million, make a million. <laughs> the look you're giving me now. <laughs> no. Because that's 30 MLB. I mean, I'm talking about guys that, that like, um, yeah. Okay. Well, 20 guys are going to be regular players. Yep, so, yep. I mean, 30 is a little high for that. No, because pitchers, I mean, I want to pay my starter or my uh, closer a million bucks. I want to pay my, my guy who comes in before the closer a million bucks. I mean,. Yeah, you middle relievers though, dude. What's okay? So what is it? Five. So the Indians will be really good this year. Guess what the total payroll is? Expected. I think I actually looked this up. So I didn't look up that first thing you asked me. I thought it was like forty million. If it's, I it's like. If you look up the the hard numbers, there's something like uh, against the cap space is like 35 or 40, but it's it's 50 million. There's players making like, 50. yeah. <laughs> hey, and and then then what? Dolans are wondering like like people are. I, you know, I'm surprised Frank Kona sticking around, dude. Uh. Unless he just likes building up kids, I mean that maybe that's what he's into. Like, well, no, because that's I I I think I brought this up last year is like. The one, the one bad thing about Francona, I think, and us being in contention is that we were bringing in these fucking platoon outfielders and shit, and we didn't bring up young guys and yep. build, and that's exactly how we lost out on somebody that killed us in the playoffs last year, who's now making forty million dollars for the Yankees or whatever. Yeah, but we were, yeah. Gee, we had Gio Urshela, bro. Let me tell you, and we this. couldn't find a spot for him on the roster because we had to go get Josh McDonald. I'm gonna sound. I, I I hate to sound like racist, and I'm a pretty open dude about everything. They're taking away the Indians. They're taking away Chief Wahoo, <laughs> and now we're doing this. Like it's like why? Like, are you upset about Chief Wahoo? No, I wouldn't say. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm some ups- people are. I wouldn't say I'm upset. I'm not upset. I've got a lot more in life to get upset about than a mm-hmm. fucking logo of a professional baseball yeah. team. But, you know, you gave me a Chief Wahoo thing that I put up in my yard every year for the Indians. That's season. true. Yep. Because like, I didn't want it no more because it's racist. <laughs> so it wasn't like, but it's not like I'm upset about it, but it just takes me back. Like The whole reason I'm into the Indians is because my grandfather had season tickets for mm-hmm. many years. And, I mean... We'd go, I would go probably like three times a week. Mm-hmm. You know, grandpa come pick me up. We'd go to the game, you know, like, mm-hmm. and the Indians and the Wahoo, they just get, it's uh, nostalgia for yeah. me, right? And so they're going to change it, whatever. And then they're doing with this, this with the team, with the trade, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's kind of disenfranchised me with the, <laughs> with the, uh, with the team again. And I said that on purpose, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
just you gave me so much shit about it the last time. <laughs> I was just wondering if you remember. Yeah, I did. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. You got me. I, I did. Pew, 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 pew. All right, so. Uh, Suck it, Dolan. <laughs> pew, pew, yeah. pew. Fuck you, Dolan. And then, uh, yeah, I don't have the number up because, uh, I don't know, we're just Suck having it. a good time tonight. Yep. So when, uh, check out our... And if you like a good time, <laughs> whoo you should go down to Ground Zero Comics. Ground Zero Comics Card. Strongsville like Town Center. I like doing my voice. Uh, Ground Zero Comics and Cards. <laughs> and games for the graphically enlightened. <laughs> Seriously, no, check out uh, Ground Zero. They're, they're, yeah, they're, listen to one of our old episodes, get the phone number, and start calling us, you fucks. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, listen, yeah. I miss a, I miss. I Maybe miss I'll put crew. that in my Twitter instead of... So right now, all right, we'll talk about that later. All right, hey, uh, all go, right. go Browns, go uh, Cavs. Go Browns. Go, uh, Suck at Chiefs. Cleveland Crunch. Bye. Later. Later.